Hi everyone, welcome to another BHCS My World podcast. This episode is part of a collection of COVID-19 parent chats. In these podcasts, we are talking to some courageous parents so we can capture a snapshot of what lockdown life has been like through their eyes. Perhaps other parents from our community are listening and what they have to say might resonate with you and you will feel you have experienced the same things. What is really important to know is that whether you are a student, teacher, child, parent or neighbour, we have all gone through a collective experience on a global scale and we are here for each other and we will prevail through these challenges. At the bottom of this page is some web links to organisations who have systems and structures in place to support worried parents and single parents through lockdown and COVID-19. So sit back, relax and enjoy listening to the lovely Rachel Bragg, who will be sharing her parent lockdown views and experiences. Um, right, Rachel, thank you so much for um, joining me this afternoon to talk about your um, your experience, really, um, with the whole COVID-19 lockdown and parenting. Um, so without further ado, let's just kick off and tell us, Rachel, um, about the ages of your kids in your household. Hi there. So I have two boys. One is 12 years old and he's in year eight. And the other is 15 and he's in year 10. So you've got secondary school kids, um, which, you know, I can imagine the kind of pressure you must have felt. But when you were told that schools were closed and now you're going to be homeschooling, talk me through that moment. Well, at first I was very anxious and worried. It was so sudden um, we didn't really know what was happening and what to expect and I was uh, mainly worried because my eldest son's in year 10 and how this would affect his GCSEs. I actually work in a school myself so I knew that I wouldn't be at home to support homeschooling so they were going to have to be quite independent so that was a really big worry especially at the start because I didn't know how Brighton Hill were going to present the work to the children. Uh, my husband does work at home, but obviously he's got his job to do and I didn't know how much he would be able to help as well. So it was a very worrying time at the start. Um, but yeah, everyone seemed to get on quite well with the home learning and the boys have been quite independent and everything's been great for Brighton Hill. Oh, Rachel, that's fantastic to hear. Um it's been it's just been twelve weeks now, hasn't it, that we've been yeah. locked down and homeschooling? Um, you must have discovered some strategies that worked really well and that didn't work so well in terms of keeping the motivation and and everything going forward. Yeah, definitely. Because when we first went into lockdown, we sat down with the boys and came up with a timetable. We kind of wanted to mirror what they did at school, so they had the same breaks same lunchtime and they came up with their own um, timetable so they had each lesson every single day and they knew what they were doing at what time and I think this structure really helped them they kind of knew that they weren't allowed to laze around in bed all morning they had to get up get on 
Um, so that worked really well. But I guess there wasn't anything that didn't really work. Motivation a little bit, just to try and keep that going. But we felt that most things that we did worked and we kind of tweaked things as the weeks went along. But they got into their own routine quite quickly. So it all went quite well. Great to hear that that um, they managed to sort of motivate themselves and keep going. Um, another question, Rachel, is I read a lot about the anxiety that students are feeling with regard to the COVID-19 virus. And obviously, there's just so much out there in the media and social media. Did you feel the need to talk to your children about this virus? And, and, and what, what, what did you say? Well, we're always very honest with the boys and we spoke honestly about what was going on with the virus. I felt that they needed to know because it was so serious. So we told them that um, they had to stay safe. If they did go outside, make sure they stayed two metres away from people. Um, they were washing their hands a lot more. And we felt that because it was on the news every day that they did really need to know about it. And they often sat down and watched the news with us. At first, it was quite worrying, and my youngest, who's a little bit of a worrier himself, didn't like me going to work. So he was very anxious about me, you know, going off to work. Would I come back feeling unwell? But gradually, as time went on, he was fine with that. But really, it was all about being honest with them and not sort of hiding the truth about what was really happening. So they were fine about that. Um, that's fantastic to hear and, and bless the fact that your, your one son was worried about you going to work. That's been a, a very real thing, certainly with my family, is um, they've sort of said, Mum, what happens if you get sick? Who's going to look after us? And, and there's that sort of level of anxiety. Um, who, who's going to be there to, to support the family? Um, well, lockdown, it's been it's been a roller coaster of an experience. Um, I've certainly had some highs and lows. Uh, talk me through some of your highs and lows of the whole lockdown experience with your family. Well, I think one of the main highs really is spending time as a family because life is so busy and we're always rushing around and having to do this and do that. And my husband works quite far away, so he works long hours and always gets home late every evening. So we never really saw him. We never really sat down to eat dinner as a four. So I always eat my dinner with the boys. Um, but actually, during lockdown, pretty much every single night, we sat down and ate dinner together and had a good chat about the day. Um, it just felt like we really got to know each other a little bit more. Um, another high is that we every single day we went for a little walk together, which was really nice. And that was a positive thing for us all, getting out the house. Um, we've also done quite a bit of decorating, which is something that we absolutely <laughs> never get time to do. So we're kind of working our way around the house. Um, my husband's actually built a pergola in the garden. Wow. It's his little <laughs> lockdown project, which is fantastic. I just wish it would stop raining now. Um, another high has been the boys supporting each other, especially my eldest. He's looked out for my youngest. Oh. They go on their little walks together as well. And they're just really looking after each other. Um, so, yeah, there's been lots of lovely highs. Some of the lows, not seeing our parents and some of our family. We haven't seen our parents since September, uh, since February, sorry. So now that seems like such a long time. Um, just worrying, feeling anxious, not knowing what the future will hold. 
that's always quite a big low. One of my personal lows was worrying about going to the supermarket because when we had the food crisis and everyone was buying all the food, I was really worried about going, having to queue up, what it would be like in the supermarket. Would I be able to get food for us to eat? So that was a big worry at the start for me. Also, I've mentioned before that I work in a school. I didn't know what that was going to be like. It was a worrying time. And missing friends as well, really. It's been um, quite lonely and isolating at times. And we certainly miss friends and family. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I really connect with the getting to know your children again. Um, it's, it's been um, a real high for me too, to, to, yeah, just to get to know their personalities. And now that they are teens and young teens and, and, um, you know, what their moral compass is all about. Um, but I, I totally hear you in terms of that isolation. It's, it's tough for us parents because we've had to put our, our brave face on. And um, and and you know and and lead the way really for our families, um, and so t- turning to people for support or you know who did you turn to for support? What what did you do? Well, firstly, really, we just turned to each other because there was just the four of us in our little bubble. So we have been there for each other through the highs and lows. I'm very lucky. I actually have a twin sister who I'm very close to. So she's always, you know, been there, um, video calls, texting every single day. Um, And she also works in a school. So we kind of supported each other through those first few weeks of worrying about what's it like going back to work. Um, And I work in a school and we have our school family. We all look after each other. Um, So we, we kind of talk to each other and support each other and we're all in the same boat so that's really good um yeah we certainly did feel on our own at times and isolated but you kind of had to look past your little bubble and think there are other people out there that can support you even from a distance absolutely rachel um i totally hear you then i think i've made great use of zoom and whatsapp and um, and there have been occasions where I've been sort of WhatsApping family at ten o'clock at night because I've just felt yeah. the need to to talk to another adult and and just to uh, have an empathetic ear. Um, but as you say, there are other people in um, you know in really difficult situations themselves, and it's also about being there to support them um, as well. How do you how do you feel about your children returning to school? Um, what are your hopes and fears? I know there's sort of mixed messages coming from the government, but it looks like year tens are back now, and when yeah. we get back in September, all all kids will be back in whatever shape or form that's going to look like. What are your hopes and fears? Well, I actually want them to return. I think because I work in a school, I know what to expect, and I know that what the staff have done, they've done everything possible to keep children safe in the school. So I know that when my children hopefully do go back, that I know they will be safe. Um, I think they're ready to go back. And I also feel that, especially my youngest, if he doesn't go back in September, he would have got so used to being at home that I will think he will find it quite hard to walk out the front door and walk to school. Yeah, yeah. So to me, it's imperative that they do go back in September. And I know they'll be safe because everything's been put in place. Um, I think really my hopes is that they'll see their friends, their teachers, and 
they'll start work and they'll just settle back in and pick up from where they left off and hopefully they haven't fallen too behind. Um, I do worry a little bit about my youngest because it took him a long time to settle into secondary school and make new friends. And really, when he started New Eight, he was just really getting into making new friends. And, and I feel that if he doesn't go back, he's really going to struggle with those friendship groups again. Um, and then my other fear, really, is will my eldest fall behind with his GCSEs? I really don't know what's going to happen with regards to the exams, uh, revision and everything that he, he'll need to know before his exams. So that's my biggest fear. And really, that's why I think it's imperative they return in September. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, get, getting our, our children out that front door is something that resonates with me as well. And and yeah. and and um, socialising again and just getting into, as we say, that kind of routine. Um, and I just hope that the, the government communicates very clearly yeah. what's going to happen and that reasonable adjustments are taken into account so that there isn't this huge amount of pressure put on our young people and on our, on our teaching staff. Um, so, yeah, just hoping that that all takes place. Rachel, if we had a second spike um, where there is some speculation and we went into lockdown again, what would you do differently? Well, I thought long and hard about this question, actually, because I don't think there's an awful lot that I would do differently because we have managed with surviving. Uh, I just I feel like everything we've done so far has worked. Now, this probably sounds a little bit silly, but I would probably stock up on loo rolls. <laughs> <laughs> because we, we kind of like do our food shop week to week. And I'm not one of these people that has a larder and has lots of things in the cupboard. So I would probably just have a few essentials in the cupboard so we don't fall short again. Because the loo roll situation did get a bit critical at one point. Um, but no, I, I think we, we're quite happy actually. We've, we've got on really well and we've, we've managed and I don't really think I would do too much differently to be honest. I love it, I love it. Well, I, I have a confession because yeah, we, we've got a cupboard where we've got everything in and uh, my daughter opened it the other day and she went, gosh, we've got a lot of loo roll. <laughs> I sheepishly admitted I had stocked up. Um, <laughs> but I, I said something I would do differently is um, I would try and get the exercise program with m my children and myself off, you know, to the right start, right from the word go, um, because I've kept up the exercise program, but not so much my children. Um, and so that's kind of concerned me. And I, I think I, I missed a beat there. Um, yeah, yeah. So I might, I might focus on that one a little bit more. Um, and, and just, you know, coming over to our final question, Rachel, if you had one sentence to describe 2020 lockdown with your family, what would it be? Am I allowed to have two sentences? You can have two sentences, oh, of course. I, I thought, thought hard about this as well. And my first sentence is that it brought us closer together. And my second sentence is, it's made me appreciate everything I had in my life before lockdown. 
Oh, wonderful, Rachel. Rachel, it's been such a pleasure speaking to you and um, and and um, for giving us a little insight, a little glimpse into um, the family life um, at your home. Thank you so much. And I really wish you and your children all the best. And I look forward to seeing them back at school. You oh, take care, Rachel. Yes, thank you very much. Bye. Bye.